You're listening to Clock Shelves Entertainment, featuring global reactions, enticing aspects, tantalizing topics, and many entertaining scenarios. The only podcast network bringing you great times. This is a Clock Shelves Podcast Network production. Chat about this and that. Oh, yes, no stress. We keep coming back. JBC and all his friends from far and near. Maybe make you cry, maybe bring you some cheer. So many people with so much to say from pop culture to travel, weird news to QA. No topic is too small here on our show, Paul and All. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Paul and All. As always, I'm your host, Paul Casey, and I am absolutely delighted to welcome my guests back today go ahead and reintroduce yourselves guys hello everybody it is uh it is the one-man pantheon himself trapzilla tricep jesus whatever uh i'm zach hi <laughs> it's, it's it's hard to follow that intro um i'm mike lot, gilman sorry I, <laughs> <laughs> i'm i'm just a guy who uh who points a camera at things and presses a button he says that, but he knows, Mike Gilman, that I'm going to introduce him, as I always do, as the internationally renowned photographer, Mike <laughs> Gilman. And I am so happy to have you both here today. These two gentlemen have never met, never talked with each other. About three minutes before we started this, they got a, a brief introduction as to who each other is sort of in my life. But I want to start out this episode by saying to the two of you, thank you, because I was just talking with somebody at my, uh, my work today, how I am so grateful for friends like you, because I have built up, I feel, and I'm assuming you feel the same way, I've built up enough uh, trust with you two and, and several others, of course, but you two in particular for this episode, that I can reach out to you both and say, hey, I have an idea, I'm not going to tell you what we're going to talk about, are you interested? And the fact that you both said yes, although there is, I believe Zach used the word apprehension, uh, before also we... Also the word whiskey. <laughs> uh, I, am, I am so grateful for the two of you and that uh, we have formed such a friendship that um, you both trust me enough that I'm not going to, you know, do anything... Um, anything too sneaky or anything like that and be well, like hey man, so I mean, we're, we're all clock holes here so i mean <laughs> yeah i mean <laughs> by the way i'm so glad paul that you uh you seem to use that as, as the branding for i the, am uh... so glad you came up with it that one day <laughs> that's <laughs> the first i've heard it and i love it <laughs> it's actually one of my proudest accomplishments i'm really happy <laughs> Uh, but no, for real, thank you guys, because it, it means a lot. I was Again, I was talking to somebody today, and uh, one of the last times, actually, that I did something like this, um, Jake, who you both know, uh, at least a little bit, I, I said to him, and he said that, you know, there are times where he'll just get a message from me where I'm like, I have an idea, whatever, and he's just kind of rolling along, let's see what Paul has in his head, and, you know, whatever. So, uh, again, I'd like to thank you both for... Uh, for, you know, joining me when you don't have any idea what's going on today. Um, so I did 
something similar to this. Uh, actually, I did almost this exact style of episode with actually Jake and uh, another guest friend of the show, Ellsworth. And so if you two know what episode they were on, that might be a little bit of a hint for you. Um, but there is going to be a debate. You two are going to go head to head today in a debate. Um, and so what I want to add, before I tell you the topic, what I want to ask if you, if either of you have a preference of who is pro and who is against. Oh, wow. It's not, so it's not, but now again, you know, we don't, we don't, you both know this about me. We don't talk like politics. We don't do anything. Like, it's always because it's, a, you know, it's a lot of like fun, pop culture-y type of stuff or whatever. So there's not going to be like, what are your views on the death penalty? Like, it's not going to be that sort of. Yeah, no, that would have been a little bit heavy. Uh, <laughs> I just want to point out that you want me to debate after I spent eight hours taking phone calls from assholes. So. So I you're warmed up. Is that what you're trying to say? I mean, yeah, I'm feeling kind of toasty right now. So. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> uh, Zach, I'll, I'll let you decide. Uh, do you, do you feel feel free to do the coin toss there. What do, what do you want to be, pro or, or against? Uh, I suppose I'll be pro. Sure. Let's, right. uh, let's mix it up. <laughs> All right. So the topic today is, and it's very much, it's it's a... Arguably, it's a matter of opinion, I suppose. I, I don't know if there's necessarily a clear-cut winner going to be decided here. So, sure. Zach is going to be pro. Mike is going to be against the topic of should hip-hop performers be included in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Ooh, oh, I did the, I, I did the wrong. I, I, I chose wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, all right. No, all right. So, Okay. Now, continue. I'm already I'm, I'm formulating my, my argument. Well, now, what I would like to say, and this is the thing. See, I didn't necessarily want to give you guys too much prep because I like to have these sort of things off the cuff. Now, what I will preface all of this is to say that there are already hip hop acts in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Um, six as of right now, those being because I have it up in front of me. Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five, Run DMC, The Beastie Boys. Public Enemy, NWA, and Tupac. Uh, I believe there are more set to be inducted, such as Notorious B.I.G. and, and several okay, others. Okay. Um, that, was my, that was my problem. <laughs> but so there are more set to be inducted. But the, the, the whole thing is, should hip-hop performers be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? And since, Mike, you gave Zach the chance to pick, and he picked... I'm going to actually say, Mike, why don't you start us out with why should hip hop acts not be allowed oh. in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? That is tough because of the band you named. There's a lot that infused the two. The only thing I can think of right off the cuff is, I mean, they're both such prominent genres that I feel... Uh, I mean, there's got to be a hip hop hall of fame out there, right? Uh, yeah, I, I kind of feel like it's it's tough to lump it in uh, under the rock and roll hall of fame because I don't think it's giving it proper credit. Uh, I mean, it is a genre, 
you know, I mean, it, it should, there should be some kind of hip hop hall of fame. Um, and, and honestly with, with, there's so much hip-hop aspects to some to some rock i mean it's it's been infused for for i mean it's been going on for decades now that i kind of think there should be a third genre i don't know what they would call it um but a genre like the beastie boys because it is rock it is hip-hop um so i i I guess that's that's kind of my take on it I, i don't think uh it it should be uh, I don't know, I think hip hop artists should be inducted into the rock and roll hall of fame, not because it's not that it's rock and roll. I, th- I think it does a disservice to hip hop itself. Interesting um, by, take. Cause not many know? people would go with more people. I think would go with it's not rock and roll. Therefore it doesn't belong, but that's an interesting take. The fact that it's not because it's not rock and roll, but it does a disservice to hip hop. I like that. Right. Zach, do you have a rebuttal as to why hip hop acts should be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Um, yeah, I, I, I mean they've they've been inducting you know not traditionally rock and roll acts into the you know the Hall of Fame for for forever now. I mean Michael Jackson's in that. Um, I know that you you have a lot of like soul artists kind of like who form kind of the foundations for for you know the initial rock and roll genre um even have like metal acts you know like metallica or whatever like i I feel like they don't necessarily fall under rock and roll um but it's just like rock and roll hall of fame has, has moved beyond rock and roll as as just like you know specifically for that genre and it's just you know any musical act that has contributed something meaningful to to music um and I, I mean, I, I do agree uh, with Mike that there should be, you know, a, a hip hop hall of fame because the genre has been around for like, you know, f- beyond 40 years. Yeah, forever. Yeah. Um, but the, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, like long ago, kind of stopped being about rock and roll. It's just like, you know, you can't really rebrand it at this point. Um, and as, as far as like, you know, a, kind of like a rock and roll hip-hop mishmash um there's definitely some some of that um i know ice t uh has uh he has a band called body count that is very you know rap metal kind of fusion type of deal and i definitely think that there should be like its own genre because like you know body count or like beastie boys like that's definitely a a sound that i like uh you know i i don't know if that it has its own genre um but as far as hip hop acts being in the, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, I, I'd say it's pretty much just a music hall of fame at this point, um, and has been for a long time. I I would I would agree with that, and one of the things that I was going to say, Zach, was you know sort of you and I, of course, for anybody who who isn't aware, Zach and I used to do a show, Wrestling Renegades, and you know whether it's being a current fan or not of of WWE that's the main wrestling thing that everybody knows they have their hall of fame even though there's not like an actual building or anything like that but they have pretty much become the de facto wrestling hall of fame there is a pro wrestling hall of fame whatever but you know WWE has put in people who aren't um 
wrestle like who, who never even wrestled for them or they have you know their celebrity wing where like Kid Rock and Snoop Dogg and stuff are in there because they've been associated with the company and like I said they have people who've never even really performed for that company in particular so it is sort of I guess to go with it's like a de facto like the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is the de facto music hall of fame not just rock and roll exactly because like I, I just pulled up you know a list of um, you know, performers, I guess, you know, performers or acts that have already been inducted and like James Brown, like I wouldn't label him rock and roll. Like he was soul, he was funk, you know what I mean? And like, there's a lot of crossover, sure. But, uh, you know, Marvin Gaye, I wouldn't say that he's rock and roll. Um, but now do you think Mike, do you think this lends to the fact that there should be a separate because to, to go along with your mm. argument, uh, which was right. not necessarily that it's not rock and roll, but more they deserve their own thing. But again, because of the fusion, should it just like it shouldn't it just be kept all under the rock and roll umbrella or should they sort of split up these things into their own separate hall, halls of fame? I, I'm I'm still going to go with I I think w- while you both make great points, for the record, I'm sorry to interrupt you really quick, Mike. I'm not necessarily yeah. trying to lean one way or the other. I'm just sure, I'm sure. trying to you know I, I I can't necessarily keep a balance, but I'm trying to you know infuse onto both sides as well. Sure. Uh. What? Yes. What? So while while Zach makes some great points, I still think. Um, I I understand that the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is essentially now becoming a funnel just for all music, and I, and I'm going to go with well not all music, but in anything that touches uh, or or has elements of rock and roll, even though you know their music may not um, be rock and roll to most, I still think it does a disservice to any other genre. Because, I mean, if, if you think about it for future generations, you, you can take somebody who doesn't like rock and roll at all, but they love hip-hop, they love funk, you know, they, they love all these other things. And if the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is supposed to be some kind of de facto, uh, default kind of uh, way of... of future generations looking back on artists, like the great artists. I mean, a lot of artists may get passed over because it's like, oh, well, you know, uh, Dr. Did you say that what Dr. Dre is supposed to be? Uh, Well, as a, well, technically he, he, cause he was a part of NWA, but like, he's not one of them, but I, I would have to assume in terms of just going by the, 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 impact that the groups that are or the the acts that are in there in the hip-hop thing he has to be in there eventually like not like taking this argument or this debate out of the question just in terms of who has been he has to be eventually right like he's just made such an impact from producing and from uh you know generating so many artists and things right right Hey guys, Future Paul here. We uh, lost about 10 seconds of Mike's audio. Not sure what happened, but here's our best. Sorry. It's over because people don't like rock and roll. Or, um, you know, because in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, you know, 
it becomes off somebody's radar and they don't discover that artist, that hip hop artist or, or whatnot, uh, because of, you know, they're, they're just under the assumption that they're, you know, they're a rock and roll artist, which I mean, to me, they should just call it something like the music hall of fame or like, I, I don't understand why it's, it's the rock and roll hall of fame has just become this funnel of all these genres. Uh, I, I just think there's a great disservice done. And, and if they're not going to change the name, then they, they need to come up, you know, with, with the new award personally. I don't, I don't think everything should be lumped under the rock and roll hall of fame. And again, not everything, but even if hip hop just touches on rock and roll, like I, I don't, I don't think, I really don't yeah. think they belong there. As far as like hip hop goes, you can't tell me people like Jay Z and Dr. Dre, you know, and all the other influencers in that genre couldn't put together like a legit hip hop hall of fame with like a physical location. Um, yeah, you for know, sure. As far as like you know, rebranding the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I feel like, I mean, there's definitely a stigma to the idea, right? Because it's always been the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I mean, that's that's tradition. But, I mean, you kind of left tradition behind a while ago because, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm still kind of perusing the the names that are in the Hall of Fame and I'm seeing, uh, you know, Janet Jackson. Like, I mean, come on. Like, you're going to tell me that, like, that's... that. I mean, it's not rock and roll anymore. Everybody knows it. It's an open secret. And uh, I don't know. I, I feel like they, sh they should just rebrand it because it's not rock and roll. It's, it's, it hasn't been just rock and roll. Um, but, yeah, I mean, as far as hip-hop specifically, you, you can't tell me that there's not enough, you know, uh, money and, and influence uh, for, for people like Jay-Z or, or Dr. Dre or whoever to put something together if they wanted to. Yeah, as if they wanted to, but that's, that's, that's not what they do. And and to put them like if their greatest honor is the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, when Jay Z's known as one of the best rappers or you know hip hop artists, I just I just feel like that's a disservice. I mean, and and I I understand where it's like they've kind of thrown out tradition, but if everybody's lumped under rock and roll, then what do you really know what they are? Like if you just see Jay-Z and nobody knows who Jay-Z is and you see him in the rock and roll hall of fame, I mean, what are you automatically going to think he is either rock and roll or because it's diversified now, nobody has a clue what this guy did. And right. I just, and I, and there know. might even be a level of resentment to people, you know, to, to, uh, to to black people you know where they're like hey that's that's our genre like i mean rock and roll is also technically their genre they also kind of created that shit but we stole that a while ago yeah, um, yeah that's but like I, I would you know i and i don't want to like you know co-op some a completely different viewpoint but you know i see these hip-hop artists lumped in with like metallica and it's like well you know if i'm if i'm black then i feel like i might you know like metallica doesn't represent me you know like maybe it's a, right. it could even be about the culture kind of deal which is like a whole can of worms that again i'm i'm nowhere near qualified to get into but i mean even even as far as the culture like hip-hop is uh is a genre created by uh black musicians right so like why shouldn't they have their own thing well so personally i'm not in disagreement 
But again, unless you're going to have like, because one, okay. So one could argue like technically, yes, there is a definition for what is considered rock and roll music, but what is pop music? Because at a time, there was a time when Janet Jackson or Michael Jackson or whatever was pop music, but there was also a time where the Beatles and the Rolling Stones were pop music, but they're not. And there it's was such a, a it's such a nebulous label. I mean, you even have it with like alternative music, like that can mean something from like Nirvana to Bon Iver. You know, like what? Yeah, what, yeah. It's what just the, saying, what, what is it the alternative to? What does that mean? But so right. then, it's the constantly moving target. I feel like yeah. But so then, in theory, doesn't the phrase rock and roll, doesn't that sort of encompass all of that? Because, you know, you always hear like sex and drugs and rock and roll. And that phrase can be thrown around in any musical thing, you know, like that's, you know, you see it a lot as like a cliche in TV and movies when somebody becomes a big musician or something and, oh, they're going to get caught up in the, in the, the rock and roll lifestyle. It doesn't even have to be a musician. It could just be any entertainer where you're like out on the road back when you could actually go out on the road, of course. (laughs) Um, But you know what I mean? They're going to get caught up in that rock and roll lifestyle and so I feel like that is such an all-encompassing term now that to say, and again, even with like the concept of like a Run DMC, because they performed with Aerosmith, yes, like Run DMC, hip hop, but the you know the crossover that they did with Aerosmith, like brought a whole new set of listeners, and the same with. Um, Public Enemy and I want to say Anthrax. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? That that crossed so many genres and even, you know, like Eminem has performed with Elton John. You know what right. I mean? And so like that's so to me, I always felt and again, I'm, I'm really not trying to take one side or the other, but I, I just always felt rock and roll was more of a term than a musical genre, because I feel like if you start creating your own um, uh, halls of fame, not that, not that they aren't deserving, not that there couldn't be a hip hop hall of fame or even an eighties hall of fame where you could have like a Janet Jackson, but you could also have like a Bon Jovi could be in the same, even though they, those two genres don't necessarily cross over, but you could also have, you know, cause like where does, where does country music even fit in? Is that rock? Is that country? Cause most modern day country is just Southern rock with a little twang in my opinion, but there's also r- rap country or whatever they call it you know what i mean like there are people they just don't necessarily talk about you know bitches and hoes as the cliche goes (laughs) of rap music it's the cliche i'm not saying that's what all rap music is (laughs) (laughs) bitches hoes and broken down trucks yeah but you know what i mean but like finally (laughs) but they're same place genre we've all been waiting on (laughs) hold on i gotta make a note real quick (laughs) As mentioned earlier, of course, we 
are dedicated to bringing you great times here with the Clock Shelves Podcast Network, and we hope that you are enjoying this particular episode of Paul and All. Uh, many more to come, of course, but as always, if you want these early and uninterrupted, make sure you go check out patreon.com slash clockshelves. Uh, it's also one of the best ways you can help support us. We have, as of right now, uh, as of this this little uh, bit and this episode being released, I think over a dozen episodes uh, up there early and uninterrupted. We also have some bonus content you won't ever get here early episodes of MCU and me, and much more going forward. So check us out. Just a small little uh, fee for some great times, some great entertainment, and to help out your favorite podcast network. Back to the show. But you know what I mean? So like there is hip hop, but like, but I'm not saying she's the first. I'm not by any stretch saying that. But, you know, for sort of the modern day generation, Taylor Swift did very much a crossover of pop country. You know what I mean? Like she kind of brought people from both sides to, you know what I mean? And you have, I think like Ludacris has been on stuff with like Luke Bryan and what, you know what I mean? Like there's all sorts of crossover. So it's like, does it work? Unless you just have, you know, not saying not to say separate halls of fame couldn't work, but that's why I'm like, you know, rock and roll as an all encompassing term, a funnel, like you said, Mike. Yeah, I mean, even even rock and roll as a genre or just rock like that's so nebulous at this point. I don't even think it, it really is a genre like, OK, rock and roll could be. Uh, you know, Van Halen or it could be Nickelback. Like, you can't tell me those are in the same genre, really. No. You know, like, they have they have similar instruments. They have guitars and drums and a dude at a microphone. Like, okay, great. That's how all music's made, pretty much. You know, like, I mean, you're right. Rock and roll, like, isn't really, like, you know, a genre that has any meaning. It's just more of kind of an idea. It's a shorthand for for music really so i mean maybe going along with that frame of thought maybe that's why you know all right it's rock and roll hall of fame but like rock and roll doesn't really mean anything it's just a shorthand for popular music okay so with that unless you had a rebuttal mike i mean we we, we've taken rock and roll which definitely has at least some kind of identity left and I, I just don't think it's fair to just say, well, rock and roll just means music. Like, I I realize it's become a more broad term. Uh, and it's hard to really nail down maybe what it is. But to say that it's all music and no other music has kind of an identity other than just rock and roll, like, I, it's just hard to... I mean, I, I wouldn't... I mean, I I don't really agree with the sentiment. I'm just thinking that that might be the popular sentiment. Because, um, like, you know, obviously rock and roll has a different, I don't know, it still has a different idea. Like, it still has its identity, you're right, um, compared to something like, well, you know, like electronica or like, you know, 
even even a lot of hip hop. I mean, it's not like you're hearing a bass solo in a hip hop song very often, right? So hey, right, right. Um, unfortunately, I gotta make another note real quick. Uh, <laughs> become famous. Um, oh, that's yeah, your I mean, note I, because I have that note pinned all the time. <laughs> well, my note is uh, really fancy because I went to school for graphic design for a little while. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, so I use my five hundred dollars Photoshop. <laughs> um, I'm not proud of that, by the way. Don't pay for Photoshop, JK. <laughs> not really. Um, <laughs> Uh, but no, I mean, I'm not saying that I agree with the idea that rock and roll is just music because that's that's not true. But I feel like that might just be the popular sentiment or that might be like even if you ask the people who run the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, maybe that's how they'll how they'll frame it. I mean, I, I'm sure for them it's tradition. It's branding. I know like, you know, they do the awards ceremony every year. But like the restaurant back when you could go to those kind of places, you know, restaurants uh that was that brought in a lot of fucking money like it wasn't really about rock and roll it was about just the brand rock and roll hall of fame um i mean i, I don't oh, know like, like hard rock cafe is, is what you're talking about like yeah they're they're, they're i believe they're connected yeah 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 yeah. no I, I believe they are too but I, I i gotta say i've never walked up in there and and heard him and him or you know generally it's it's one type of music I, I I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I've probably been like five or six times, but <clears throat> so you didn't know. go in there and hear Madonna, who was inducted in two thousand and eight. What's that? I said you didn't you didn't hear Madonna at any point, who was inducted in two thousand and eight into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and the at the Hard Rock Cafe. Oh, um, no, that's that's interesting. Oh, we'll see. Then I don't know. Maybe maybe it's all just bullshit, like Photoshop. <laughs> I mean, maybe it is. But I, I, I think I think Madonna's closer to rock than uh, you know in in any kind of like Project Pat or, or or any of those cats. Like I don't know, I don't know. Like it's hard to say. It's 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 hard to be against this when. There's so many good points right off the bat that uh, okay. kind of so, make it. So, so with that, we're now going to th- – I'm going to throw the twist into the show. And now – Is it a cheetah? Because the, the actual be thing – No. Because the actual thing of this show is debate and switch. So now you two preferably will take the opposite – points of view zach you will take why hip-hop people should not be in the hall of fame and mike you will take why they should be in the hall of fame but mike since i let you go first last time i'm going to let zach go first with his negative take as to why hip-hop artists should not be in the hall of fame fair enough but i've got to tell you a quick story about what you're doing here a teacher did this to me in english class in college and I had, uh, for, for the final, we, at the beginning of the semester, we had written a paper for things that we believe in and things we don't believe in. Well, I had written a paper for, uh, you know, basically don't drink and drive. Uh, so I'd written a two-page paper on the reasons you should not drink and drive. And at the end of that semester, our final was to flip that 
and I had to write a two-page <laughs> paper on why you should drink and drive. That is amazing. Do you have that somewhere? Because that, I feel like we need to get that on the if show. If I can dig it up, I will read it on air. Yes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's really good. That's it's really good. It's pretty horrible. <laughs> but anyway, yes, continue. Yes, this brings back memories. Um. So, I mean, I, I would say that we've been kind of – I don't know, kind of going back and forth between pro and, 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 uh, you know, against, um, so maybe we're not very good at the format. I don't know. But, uh, as far as, you know, why there, why there should be like, you know, a, a separation of church and state sort of thing. Um, again, it's, it's about identity. You know what I mean? Um, and I mean, you know, obviously there's a lot of white hip hop artists of note, the uh, Beastie Boys, Eminem, you know, but I feel like it, it does kind of devalue that genre if it's if it's lumped into a Hall of Fame named after a completely different genre, even if they have, you know, uh, even if they share roots, um, because I mean, all music shares the same roots, you know, it all, it's not like it just kind of sprung up out of nowhere, but yeah, I mean, it, it devalues the genre, even even for pop music, however nebulous uh, a, a, a term that is. Um, even rock and roll is kind of nebulous, as we've touched on. But uh, I feel like for, for hip-hop, it's it's definitely a disservice. I mean, it, country music, doesn't doesn't that have its own call, like Hall of Fame? I would I would assume it would. I, th- I think it does, actually. What, yeah. like the CMAs that they have, uh, or at least used to have every year, the Country Music Awards, and, and I think it was big for that genre, yeah. Yeah, so why not hip-hop? You know, in my, my, my opinion, it's, uh, you know, it's it's just the kind of the, um, what's the phrase, institutionalized racism kind of deal. We're like, we don't realize we have these prejudices because they've just been baked into us from birth. So maybe it's kind of like that. It's like, oh, well, you know, they don't get their own. But we don't we don't think about why. We don't think about why we think that. Or we don't even realize that we're thinking that. Um, yeah, maybe it's just because it's, it's, it is a historically black genre. Um, and of course rock and roll was as well, but then, you know, you had the Beatles and the Stones and this, you know, you had all these, these white artists kind of just take the whole thing over. Um, it is, it is hip hop is a predominantly historically black genre. And I feel like maybe there's, maybe there's a level of prejudice to it. Um, but again, you know, as far as like the Jay Z's and and all them of the world, like they they could fund this shit if they wanted to. I mean, fucking Dr. Dre came up with some headphones basically just because he wanted to sell it to Apple. Like the guy's got, he's got time and money to spare if he wants to. Right. You know, and if he's all for like you know the the culture and all that, I I don't know. I feel like I'm I'm, I'm surprised that there isn't more push for hip hop to have its own thing. I don't disagree. I'd like to, to point out uh, two things in just looking up a little bit of history on this. Um, I believe the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame was formed in the early 80s. I want to say 83-ish, something like that. And of course, back then, hip-hop was a trend. It was never going to be around and you know so on and so forth, at least in, in a lot of the early days. And we see how that turned out. Um, and to Zach's point, if anybody hasn't watched, there's a documentary that Ice-T actually did a few years ago. Um, it's called, 
Uh, it's either called Something From Nothing, The Art of Rap, or The Art of Rap, Something From Nothing. I can't remember which phrasing goes first. But it's a fantastic look sort of about the history. And you you don't even have to be a fan of, of rap or hip hop or anything like that. It's a fantastic look about how, you know, to go along sort of with what Zach said about institutionalized racism and, and things, how in a lot of inner cities where there is a lot of, of African-Americans or, or traditionally non-white uh, people, um, they, you know, defunded a lot of music programs. So kids at the time used whatever they had you know they took away a lot of musical instruments or things so they just started tapping on desks and things and that's what became the beats and that's why in a lot of early hip-hop there wasn't a lot of you know guitars or things like that but they might have had like a trumpet laying around because that was still in the band class or or you know something they could get a hold of or or what have you and then you know, as, as the genre started to grow, it's a fantastic documentary in my opinion, um, just out there for anybody, uh, who might be interested in that. Um, but Mike, you are now on the side of why hip hop acts should be in the rock and roll hall of fame. What is your take? Well, I I think it has to do a little bit with, and, and like you said, you, you use, you know, what you can get, what you can take. Um, We've already mentioned the Country Music Awards. We knew about that. Obviously, Rock and Roll, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. We obviously knew about that, but none of us knew if there was a hip-hop kind of uh, equivalent. I I don't know if anybody's looked that up uh, or not. Uh, There is. It's in New York. Okay. It's a chartered nonprofit museum and educational institution, so it's like you know legit. Okay, but but the fact that we didn't know that, yeah, and and that's kind of where I'm going. So so where do they go to get their accolades? You know, uh, and to because a lot of these artists have collaborated with quote unquote uh, rock singers and rock bands, so. I mean, why should we keep them out just because, you know, of color or type of genre? I mean, if they've dabbled in rock and roll and they continue to collaborate with these, you know, again, quote unquote, rock artists uh, and they, you know, keep breaking in the money on on the the collaborations and whatnot, like I, I don't see why they shouldn't have a piece of that pie. And I, I would just like to point out, like I'm looking at the, uh, basically the first, you know, class of, of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame um, in 1986. And it's Chuck Berry, James Brown, Ray Charles, Sam Cooke, Fats Domino, um, and Little Richard uh, are, you know, that's like the bulk of the of the first class. And they are obviously all black artists. Yeah, so. I was kind of wondering about that, yeah. You know, there's also Jerry Lee Lewis, Buddy Holly, the Everly Brothers. That's it. Those are the only white dudes. Right. So why at this point would we keep them out when it almost originated with them? Yeah, I mean, that might that I mean, honestly, they they're in the DNA. Um, even like the next year, 1987, you had the coasters, you had 
Bo Diddley, Aretha Franklin, Marvin Gaye. I mean, if Marvin Gaye was inducted in the second year that they were doing this, then I mean, it really never was rock and roll. Um, well, see, I that's like... the thing. I wonder if that goes with the classic rock and roll being like the fifties. Cause the very next year I'm looking at the same, I'm guessing you're on the Wikipedia page. Um, I'm on the say the beach boy, 1988, the beach boys, the Beatles, the drifters, Bob Dylan, the Supremes. So like that very much the, the classic rock and roll meaning and the, Stones the next year. Yeah. So, so yeah, like the, the sort of old school meaning of because real. So for anybody who doesn't know, and I'm, I'm assuming you two both know this, the concept of classic means 20 years. This, you know, for a right. car to be considered a classic, it's 20 so years old. Classic. Is that what you're saying? What's that? I said, are you saying that Creed is classic? One could argue. Oh, man. I, I guess at this point. <laughs> I got to go find a retirement home to live in for the rest of my life because I'm feeling a certain kind of way. <laughs> um, but so in the 1970s-ish, when certain radio DJs wanted to start playing things like Elvis and whatever because they didn't like a lot of the disco that was going on, they were like, Oh, this isn't for me. So I want to, you know, I want to play stuff that I grew up liking or what have you. That's when sort of the, the classic rock. Cause again, Elvis was considered rock, which by today's standards would not necessarily be the case just in terms of rock music. Um, yeah. But that's that classic rock and roll sort of thing. So that's sort of when classic rock sort of became a thing was when the DJs in the seventies started playing, you know, stuff from the fifties. And then it just became as the decades went on, that's when uh, your Beatles, your Rolling Stones, your Bob Dylan's, your Led Zeppelin's, you know, even um, Black Sabbath and all of that started becoming more and more. And then they started, okay, well, it's classic rock. Our local station is uh, Rock 107, and they play classic rock. But if Eric Clapton puts out something new, they're going to feature that song because it's still in that same genre. Like, he still relatively makes that same genre of music, even though it's new, it's not classic rock, but that's just the genre at this point. So I wonder if that's sort of the same thing with at least the beginning of the, uh, the, the hall of fame. And actually the, on the Wikipedia page, and there's a, there is a citation for it. It's in the performers where it says the performers category is meant for recording artists and bands that have quote, influence and significance to the development and perpetuation of rock and roll, unquote. Just want to take a pause right here and remind you all that we are going through the entirety of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, that being the films, the TV series, all of it. Yes, including Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Agent Carter, and so much more. Uh, of course, a lot of people are getting into a lot of things because of WandaVision and Falcon and Winter Soldier and re-watching a lot of those films. But let's not forget that the TV series that started it all, 
Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. will always be one of the best and one of the most underappreciated in terms of the MCU. And we are going through that and so much more over on MCU and Me, featuring uh, many of our guests from around the world and past episodes of this show, Lost with Friends, so on and so forth. So whether you're a first-time watcher or re-watching the entirety of the MCU, dive in deep deep with us over there. You can find the links uh, clockshelves.com or get the episodes early and uninterrupted over at patreon.com slash clockshelves. It's MCU and me for all you true believers out there. So it perpetuating, if we're going to go with that, that would, I would think, mean ever growing, ever evolving And when you have, like we've been discussing, the whole thing of crossovers where, like I said, and I'm just going to, I just, because he's the first one that I could think of offhand, you have an Eminem who has performed with Elton John, he's worked with Aerosmith, he's worked with Ozzy Osbourne, I think, even Post Malone did stuff with Ozzy, Um, P. Diddy did uh, something with... um, the police, I believe, when when Notorious B.I.G. died, they did the the uh, sample of uh, every move you make. Every, and, yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean. So like that, it has been there, and one could argue that by incorporating and fusing those things, that is the perpetuation of you know rock and roll, meaning like continuing to put it forward, and it does. And you know, I I, I mentioned the the. Run DMC, Aerosmith, uh, sort of thing, and even the Public Enemy, Anthrax thing, it opens up new fan, new potential fans. You know what I mean? Like, like uh, Zach, you and I have worked retail. Mike, I think you have as well. Uh, you know, yeah. there we That's all true. we all know of the concept of cross merchandising. You know what I mean? You you put something near the register as like an impulse buy because, oh, I might have bought this thing, so maybe I need batteries. So that's, you know, an impulse buy sort of thing or, or, you know, you put whatever near the – you put – put plates near where the microwaves are because it's a cross merchandising opportunity. And I feel it's, it's very similar with this where there are elements that we like again, you know, we, we commented on Dr. Dre, there's countless videos on YouTube or what have you where a lot of the samples that he has used over the years have been from old blues albums or you know he'll take a bass line from this song but turn it into somebody playing it as a trumpet maybe and it's the same tune it's just with a different instrument for this song over here or whatever so there is definitely that that influence and again you know uh perpetuation development and perpetuation of rock and roll again if we're using that as an all-encompassing term at least so um you know i would say because i'm just kind of doing some research into the hall of fame uh while i'm listening to the two of you speak um and apparently one of the most frequent points of criticism for the whole thing is the nomination process is controlled by just a couple of individuals who are not themselves musicians um, so they're they're making these decisions based on their tastes, and uh, so one of them is uh, one of the founders, Susan Evans, and uh, let's see, a former member of the nominations board once commented that 
At one point, Susan Evans lamented the choices being made because there weren't enough big names that would sell tickets to the dinner. That was quickly remedied by dropping one of the doo-wop groups being considered in favor of a, quote, name artist. So, I mean, I also remember the Sex Pistols were inducted in 2006, and uh, they flat out, they refused they refused to attend because they called it, quote, a piss stain and, quote, urine in wine. <laughs> so, you know, well, I, I mean, I feel like the hip-hop would want, you know, I, I feel like other genres would want their own Hall of Fames just to break from the... Uh, stigma. Of, the stigma, of, yes, you're right, because it's it's very, I mean, it's an open secret that the Hall of Fame is, it, it is more about money than it is, uh, you know, paying homage to the genre. Even um, uh, Sister Rosetta Tharp is often considered like the grandmother of rock and roll, but wasn't chosen until 2017. And she's, like I said, she's she's popularly considered to be, you know, if you were to trace rock and roll to one person, it would be her. Right. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, if, if, if I was, you know, in another genre, I wouldn't want to be lumped in because even people in that genre, like the Sex Pistols, aren't interested. Well, to go along with that, and, and I, I, I'm going to try not to turn this into too much of a wrestling rant, but Zach and, and anybody else who may know out there, you know, the, again, I sort of said how the WWE Hall of Fame is very much the de facto wrestling Hall of Fame, even though there are others and there is one that is the pro wrestling Hall of Fame. But there are people who have uh, been chosen because of you know, WWE ha- now has a better relationship with that person where previously they That's said, no, I don't want to be involved. And then they get on good terms and suddenly they're, you know, the the chosen one in the eyes of, of the company and their publicity team and whatever. Right. And then there are Look at others. the warrior. Look at Ultimate Warrior. I mean, uh, oh, he, he di- yeah, he, he died. He was in good graces with the company. Now they've completely whitewashed all the shit that, you know, they even threw at him. With, yeah. a, with an earlier DVD from the early 2000s that basically was a, a, essentially a smear a smear job. And now they're just like, oh, yeah, no, he was great. He's really good. We're going to name this, uh, this award for kids with cancer after him for some reason. Sure. And yeah. And, and I mean, even to the point where some people have refused it because they don't feel that it's a legitimate thing. They don't, cause there is no actual, unlike the rock and roll hall of fame or anything like that, there is no building, there is no, you know, nothing on display or anything. Um, but you know, there are others who it's, it's kind of an open, even though it's never officially been said much like a lot of wrestling itself, it's an open secret that, um, you know, if you're, if you're not again in the good graces or if you're not going to be a public draw, or if you recently passed away, you are going to, you know, more than likely be inducted. Or if you had to retire recently because of injury, you're going to be, you know, very quickly inducted. But again, if you're not in the good graces, if you're not going to be much like the rock and roll hall of fame, a, a good publicity draw that year, then you might just be thrown in with the, they call it like the legacy inductees where they just take like 20 or 30 guys from back, you know, before television was television. And they're just like, these guys were wrestlers. They were influential. Technically they're in the hall of fame, but they don't, you know, they have nobody up there representing them for like a speech or what have you. And it sounds I like, feel like, I feel like China, um, Joni Lahr is a great example of that because, um, before she died, it was, you know, accepted. She's like, oh, she's never going to get in because she's in bad terms with the company. There's all the bad blood with her and, you know, Triple H and that whole like love triangle. 
uh, and then the, she obviously had the porn career. But you know, the minute she died, everyone was like, "Oh, she'll get into the Hall of Fame now." Like it's as far as the WWE's you know Hall of Fame is concerned, it's like an open secret that that's how it works. It's all politics. And hmm. and to go along with what you said, I feel like that's sort of how the the it sounds like that's almost how the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is as well. Um, which is very unfortunate because if we're saying what was the the quote uh, again, um, quote influence and significance to the development and perpetuation of rock and roll unquote. I'm not, and again, I'm not saying that any of the people aren't, and it that is you know again subjective because some people I, I had a, a discussion with a boss of mine a few years ago. I am not a fan of of Kanye West. I could probably name 3 songs of his maybe off the top of my head, but in terms of what he has done in terms of uh production cuz he's produced a lot of a lot of musical artists and and he's done his own stuff he does from my understanding a fantastic stage show because she, uh because he has uh synesthesia so he sees music so he wants the audience to see what he sees when he performs. I feel mm. like all of those things in addition to to his career in music, not necessarily in the public eye, um, but just his his career in music would make him Hall of Fame worthy. But I'm sure there are people who disagree with that because I don't like his music. I don't like his, you know, the way he portrays himself in the media. I don't like him. So therefore he's not. But it sounds like it almost that's almost the way that it would go in terms of the induction process. I, um, yeah, I'm, I'm still going kind of going through the wiki cause, um, I'm a, I'm a history guy and I just like, no, I, I like knowing things. Right. Um, but this one, this one speaks to me personally because I have this band tattooed on my arm. Um, in 2018, Bruce Dickinson, who was the lead singer for Iron Maiden. Iron Maiden. Yeah. Yes. Oh, wait, wait, not, the... not the Bruce Dickinson. Who you know put, makes gold records and you know all that the Saturday no, this Night Live. Dickinson, who absolutely <laughs> rocks a pair of leather fucking tights. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but he said in 2018 uh, of the Hall of Fame, it's an utter and complete load of bollocks, run by a bunch of sanctimonious bloody Americans who wouldn't know rock and roll if it hit them in the face. That's so British, and I love it. <laughs> I love it. Nice. Um, <laughs> but you know, further down the the same paragraph, uh, it took Kiss. 15 years to be inducted deep purple 23 years um yeah i mean I, I think at the end of the day even if i was rock and roll i i mean i'm definitely seeing it here from other rock and roll acts um i wouldn't want to be affiliated with the rock and roll hall of fame and again this is all for to, to go back to what i stated up top this is all very much a subjective at least the the concept of should hip-hop be in, included it's it's very much a subjective thing because I feel like you both presented very good reasons for and against for the record. I, I don't necessarily, once again, I, I, I said this in the, the previous time I did an episode like this. I feel like the audience here is the winners because we got to hear such a, a fantastic conversation and, and points um, by the two of you. Um, but it's also, it's also interesting to me, the fact that they do have some of these other cat, much like other hall of fames, they do have some of these other categories. Like they have, early influences are uh, and it says artists inducted into the early influences category are those quote whose music predated rock and roll but had an impact on the evolution of rock and roll and inspired rocks leading artists unquote 
Um, but then again, if if you're going by the earlier comment of uh, uh, what was it again? You know, influence and significance to the development and perpetuation of rock and roll. If these are early influences, again, the the sort of thing of where does it begin, where does it end? You know what I mean? Because if you're going to say right. the first class, uh, and we we commented on it earlier is Chuck Berry, James Brown, Ray Charles, Sam Cooke, Fats Domino, the Everly Brothers, Buddy Holly, Jerry Lee Lewis, Little Richard, and Elvis Presley. But then you're going to say, let me scroll back down here really quick, um, that early influences would be people such as uh, Jimmy Rogers, Jimmy Yancey, Robert Johnson, you know, T-Bone Walker, Hank Williams, Woody Guthrie, things like Les Paul, you know what I mean? Like where exactly does influence end and the evolution begin and realistically does that evolution ever end? Which I would say personally, I would say no. And that's kind of what led to, as we said, sort of this fusion with, with hip hop and again, and country and, and all of that stuff, because you have, uh, like I said, you have like a Taylor Swift who one day, I don't know, but what maybe she would be, you know, Hall of Fame worthy. Some might argue she is now. I don't know. But you know what I mean? Some might argue that, you know, she would be Hall of Fame worthy or, you know, like again, a Kanye West who has worked with the likes of a Paul McCartney and you know what I mean? Things like that. But they've also crossed over into into other genres. Yeah, it's, it's almost like rock and roll is most music but there's just fringe genres surrounding it you know so yeah i kind of get that yeah there's also a voting process apparently but um i guess the 2020 inductions um dave matthews band had like the highest number of fan votes right but they were not part of the induction class one it makes you wonder like what exactly is the point of the voting process if not to make people think that it's less subjective? Right. I think we make our own fucking music hall of fame, guys. I think, I, I, I think, I think that's, that's plan A. I think that's what we should do. I mean... All right, I'll, uh, I'll start drawing up the floor plans tonight. Yeah, but see, again, if we just go with the the WWE model, you don't have to. You just have to give the person a ring, give them enough money, and they'll show up to the event, and they'll, you know, consider it a Hall of Fame. I mean, that's that's true, and then, like a WWE Hall of Fame ring, it might become a prop in a storyline in a rival company, TNA, cough, cough. Or uh, get but... sold for because, you know, one of them has gone through so much, you know, in terms of legal fees that they have to then sell it on eBay. Yeah. Cough, cough, yeah. Sonny. <laughs> She's got an OnlyFans. What does she need that money for? <laughs> right, guys? <laughs> right? Uh, but no, I don't want to do anything like the WWE, to be completely fair. Uh <laughs> But again, I, I don't I don't disagree with with some of the points made earlier about the fact that like you know the the hip hop Hall of Fame or or whatever or you know any other. But I just you know what I was gonna say was that they should be more prominent because you know there are things like there are like the BET Awards. You know what I mean? You have those things. You have the CMAs like we like Mike commented on. But it's where because of of the cross 
brand not branding that's not the right word but like the 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 fusion promotion again to use the 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 words that we've been using uh, like where does where does some of it begin and where does some of it end you know what i mean right because yeah rock and roll can grab so much because Which, it is ever evolving and and you don't really like where is that line like i feel like like i said earlier it's a constant moving target and it just seems to keep getting wider and wider and that's why you know to use your word mike the the funnel as you said earlier that's why when because i i have had not a full-on debate but i have had this conversation briefly with with other people you know who are like no they shouldn't and i'm like but why because again what is rock and roll like like i believe it was zach you know brought up earlier like the fact that janet jackson is in there but is she rock and roll you know what i mean like uh, i'll just randomly stop at a year uh so 2000 uh the loving spoonful james taylor but then 2001 aerosmith james taylor and aerosmith not exactly a lot of crossover there in my opinion yeah i mean even you know they're part of you know definite subgenres, but like the very large umbrella underneath it you have the beatles but you also have pantera so yeah <laughs> i mean i don't know if you guys have listened to these two bands side by side but they're not the same kind of music <laughs> for sure <laughs> for sure <laughs> uh, there were different drugs involved just put that we'll just put that out there that's fair <laughs> but yeah so i, I mean again I, i'm not saying you know there is no there is no winner of this debate except for the the audience listening to us the clock holes as as zach has dubbed yes them. clock oh. holes <laughs> i want the hoodie i want the sticker <laughs> you got a fucking clock. hole put a fucking clock in it <laughs> that's right. no put a fucking clock in it that's it that's all you need Put a fucking clock in it. <laughs> Someone write that down. Make merch. Clock tees. There you go. Yeah, no. We're, yeah, we, we can do this all night long. Wait, 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 wait. Was that <laughs> clock tees? I like clock that. Clock tees. Yes. That's when, I, when, I, when I'll post stuff where I'm like, here's a preview. Here's a little clock here's tease clock for tees. you. Oh. No, it's all about the puns, man. People appreciate a good pun. Yeah, exactly. Don't I know it? <laughs> yes, you do. That's very true. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I'm the one. I'm sorry. I, I spoke to you like that. Like, you, you are the master of the pun. Um, so on this on this topic, I don't know if we necessarily have uh, anything else. Uh, I, I absolutely loved this conversation. I didn't really have much more. I didn't really have too much of an expectation. Um, I thought you guys would both do a, a great job with this, and, and I think you did. So I, I commend you both. I once again thank you for for trusting me enough to uh, to you know say hey I have an idea. And you guys rolled with it like right away. It was it was fantastic. So thank you so much. And I, I hope that not only you two, but I hope that others may have, you know, much like music itself, maybe would have had some like, a, oh, I didn't I never thought about it from that perspective. You know, much like you listen and go, oh, I may not have ever listened to this music, but perhaps uh, you did. Um, do you either of you have anything else you want to say sort of about the, the concept of hip hop performers 
in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Um, I would say that I now know that I feel passionately about this subject that I, I didn't know that an hour ago. So uh, thank you to you yeah, two for, for revealing the fact that I, I kind of want to burn the place down, but like not really, JK, <laughs> but not really. Same. <laughs> well, it's in Ohio. I mean, realistically, it's one of the only things that Ohio has going for it. So, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, Ohio burn. Oh, that's, that's, that's pretty savage. What? Okay. Can either of you list anything else? <laughs> They've got Cleveland, right? Which is where the Rock and Roll Hall, I believe that's where it is. The the Browns were in the playoffs this year. Good for them. Good for them. Good for Ohio. They are literally a poop joke. Gotta take they the Browns the to Steelers, the Super Bowl. Okay, and I'm not really passionate about either side of that game, but they beat the Steelers. Kind of happy about that, just in general. Yeah, isn't that where most of the uh, astronauts live, though? I mean, there's something about Ohio that just makes people want to leave the entire planet. <laughs> See? <laughs> So I feel like as much as as much as you so know, that's where the birthplace of the Apollo program was, is what you're saying. So yeah, I, Ohio. Fuck yeah. <laughs> so see, as much as you know, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, maybe not as great as as some people think. It is kind of the only thing that uh, Ohio has going for it. Also, the moon. But thank you, <laughs> thank you for that. They got the moon. Um, but if we don't have anything else, uh, I will kick it to you both now to, um, give out your social medias. Uh, actually, Mike, I'm going to kick it to you since you were kind enough to twice let Zach go first. I'm going to, I'm going to kick it to you. Where can we find more about you and your amazing photography where I believe you've actually photographed some hall of fame, uh, or yeah, hall of fame people. Where can oh, we yeah, find more about that? <laughs> yeah. Um, you can find me at uh, Michael Gilman uh, dot photography is my website uh, and uh, Instagram is uh, the same. Uh, just uh, search for Michael Gilman photography and that's where you'll find me. And uh, I can be found pretty much just on Twitter at one man Pantheon. Uh, it only works if you spell out the word one, you know, that whole spiel that I've been I feel like it's it's still, I don't know, a, a habit to say it like that in my head, but I don't even say it that much anymore. Uh, but my parting comment would be, uh, fuck, uh, fuck Photoshop. And then also fuck the Hall of Fame, but definitely fuck Photoshop. Don't pay for it. Just, just kidding, not really. <laughs> it's a lot of money, all right? It is. It is a lot of money. Unless you have a student discount, it's not worth it. That's all I'm saying. I can do a whole fucking episode on that. I was going to say, Mike, I'm sure you have some some comments about Photoshop as well. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's getting a little long in the tooth. Uh, there, there's some other things that I prefer. Um, for me, of course, all across the internet, uh, Twitter and Instagram, at JPGRB, secondary Instagram, where I do photography that isn't nearly as good as Mike's, uh, JPCS.PICS. Um for more episodes featuring these two gentlemen, uh, clockshelves.com, both of these guys helped me launch podcasts, actually. Mike was the very first guest I ever had on Lost with Friends and appeared throughout that show all the way up to the very last episode. Um, and Zach was my co-host on Wrestling Renegades, which is on an 
it's on a hiatus. That's what we say. Um, we haven't done one in quite a while, but there are some rumblings, perhaps. Um, a royal rumbling. So uh, hey, come on, give me that. That one. was a very good one. I I, 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 <laughs> I give you a golf clap on that. That's all I want. Um, but you can find more about that stuff on clockshelves.com. Uh, more clockshelves on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. It's at clockshelves all across the board. That's C L O C K S H E L V E S. Once again, gentlemen, thank you so much for being on. Thank you for the great conversation. Thank you for trusting me. Um, I hope I haven't broken that trust by giving you both something that you were like, ooh, not sure how to do this, because I think this episode came out uh, fantastically well. Um, Do we have any parting comments before I kick us out of here? Put a fucking clock in it, trademark? (laughs) (laughs) See, I, I finally, believe it or not, I finally came up with a uh, a, a potential sign-off for this show, but I, I feel like I can't, anything that I have won't be able to beat that now. See, I'm, I'm thinking like you can do the merch where like you can, you can uh, sort of censor the word fucking, or, you know, uh, with like with a clock kind of in place of the U or something. Uh, I think there's, there's, there's definitely something here. Maybe maybe there's like a C, like the outline is a C, like normal, but then there's like a clock slightly smaller than the C inside of it. Or, uh, or or we could do this as well, uh, the clock from uh, uh, Beauty and the Beast. Oh my gosh, that'd be so funny. <laughs> What's <laughs> his mean, name? Cogs Cogsworth. These copyright lawyers are clearly on. They're clearly asleep with the Punisher logo. So like I say, it's fucking free game. Uh, allegedly, they're thinking about dropping that now, Marvel. Yeah, overall. I know. I'm annoyed. <laughs> um, but until next time, find out more about all of that. Um, but until next time, I've been Paul, and that's all. <laughs>